sunrise and sunset, promise and fulfillment, birth and death. The whole drama of life is written in the sands of time. We present a new series of radio programs, The Clock. probably know is the measurement of the Earth's rotation on its axis. Well, I have a little surprise for you. I've just discovered that in the year 1928, the Earth was about 25 seconds ahead of its average rotational motion during the last three centuries. Yes, it's an astronomical fact. Somewhere along the line, you gained almost half a minute since the year 1628. Well, I'm a generous fellow. You can have those 25 seconds gratis. Do as you like with them. It's all right with me. And uh, meanwhile, just to make certain it doesn't happen again... Pardon me while I wind myself up. You know, if this sort of thing continued, there's no telling where we'd be in a couple of million years. A second here and a second there all adds up. And sooner or later, someone would have to pay the piper. There now, we can start from scratch. We're right on time again. It's always a greater satisfaction to gain time than to lose it. Suppose I had told you that you had lost that half a minute instead of gaining it. Wouldn't that have upset you more? No? Well, then, suppose I had told you that like Irma Stewart, you had lost seven years. How would you feel, my friends, about that? Oh, Adam, I'm so excited. This is just our wedding rehearsal, Laura, Tomorrow it'll be the real thing. Uh, I wonder if I'll have enough strength to stand up to it. <laughs> it isn't as bad as it seems. Oh, you ought to know. You've been through it before. Yes, I've been through it before. Darling, I'm sorry. I shouldn't have said that. Oh, it's quite all right. Adam, you're the only man who ever meant anything to me. And there's never been anyone else. There never will be. I beg your pardon, Mr. Stewart, but there's a gentleman to see you in the vestry room. Mr. Kelvin. Oh, yes, I'll be right in. Kelvin? Who's he, Adam? My attorney, darling. And I know he has some very important news. I'm not needed right now. They're rehearsing the ushers. I'll be right there. Don't be long, dear. Five minutes at the most. Good afternoon. Well, Kelvin, what's the good word? The good word is that at midnight tonight, you'll be legally free, Mr. Stewart. You have the papers? Right here. Hmm. In a few hours, your former wife, Irma Stewart, will be declared legally dead. What are you smiling at, Kelvin? No. Was I smiling? Where are the other papers concerning the estate? They'll be ready for you in the morning. That's quite a fortune your first wife left you. Two million dollars. Great deal of money. Sometimes, Kelvin... I wonder why I employ you as my attorney. You can become downright insolent. <laughs> yes. I understand you're marrying your secretary. What about it? Does she know all the facts? She knows about my former wife, yes. And her strange disappearance, of course. Strange? What do you mean, strange? Isn't it always strange when someone vanishes? I find it, sir. Kelvin, after we complete the details of this case, you and I are through. Is that clear? And I had intended to retire in any event on the fee I received from you. What? May I present my bill along with the papers? Fifty thousand dollars? Very reasonable, considering the service rendered. You must be crazy. On the what? contrary. I still maintain that the fee is small in comparison with the accomplishment. You see, Mr. Stewart, I have located your wife. 
What? Yeah. Your wife is alive, Mr. Stewart. You're lying. Am I? Do you recognize this ring? Where did you get that? It was the wedding ring you gave to Irma. Yes, the design's unusual, I must say. Lucky for you, there's no inscription on the inside, otherwise it would help her to know who she was. Where... where is she? Oh, now, that's something that shouldn't concern you, Mr. Stewart. However, I can assure you that you'll never hear from her again, providing you meet your bills. When did... when did you see her, Kelvin? A week ago. And why? Why had she disappeared? Oh, now, Mr. Stewart, this is getting us nowhere. I've given you my word that you'll never see her again, and she'll never be identified. Now, isn't that enough? Well, Mr. Stewart, when shall I expect my check? Say, um, one week from today at your apartment. One week from today. What are you thinking about, Adam? Oh, oh nothing important. You seem rather troubled. Oh, something happened today that uh, upset me just a little. With that man, Kelvin? Oh, but it's really nothing. Isn't he the man who investigated your wife's disappearance? How did you know that? Oh, you told me, didn't you? Oh. Oh, yes, I... I suppose I did. Adam, what's the matter? Why are you so worried? I tell you, it's nothing at all. Uh, look, would you like to stop off at my place for a drink, Lorna? Oh, but I've so many things to do, darling. After all, the wedding is only a few hours away. I, I need your company right now. Someone to talk to. Please, Lorna. All right, Adam. Of course, I'll come. Adam, did Mr. Kelvin say anything to you about your wife? Yes. What did he say? He... He told me that Irma was dead. That he had definite proof Irma was dead. I can only stay a few minutes now, darling. Remember, I'm a very busy woman. I'm beginning to feel better already. Oh. One drink and you can be on your way. I have one or two things to finish up myself. So sit down and I'll make you a highball. Oh. Darling, I'm so glad we decided not to live in this apartment. Are you? Well, apartments aren't too easy to get, you know. Particularly places like this. <laughs> You're a very spoiled young woman. <laughs> you can't blame me for liking the house we saw. It's so very attractive. And expensive. Oh, but you're rich, darling. Rich enough to buy you whatever you like. <laughs> Here, Lorna. Thanks. Well, to the future. Right. Do you know one reason why I don't want to live here? No. There's too much of your wife about it. Yes. That's my reason, too. Is it? I want to forget she ever existed. I want to forget she ever lived. That may not be so easy, Adam. Adam! <gasps> you dropped your glass. Adam, who is this woman? My wife. Would you leave us alone, please? Adam! Go ahead, Lorna. I'll call you later. Please do as I say. Very well. <gasps> She's very pretty. Yes. Where did you come from, Irma? Where have you been? They tell me I've been in... in an institution for the past seven years, but I, I can't remember. You mean you've lost your memory? Partly. A week ago, a man named Kelvin came to see me. Kelvin? He asked me for my ring. He, 
He didn't say why he wanted it, but somehow he seemed like someone I remembered, so I gave it to him. A few hours later, I began to recall his face. I'd seen it before in the ring. I, I suddenly realized why I was wearing it. And then you remembered about me? Yes. A few days later, the doctor told me I could leave. You love her, Adam. What? The girl who just left. Well, she... She was my secretary. I asked you if you loved her. Seven years is a long time, I Mother. need you, Adam. I need you very much. You need me? I need someone to help me. I'm not completely cured yet. The doctor let me go because I, I told him you'd take care of me. But your memories returned. I said amnesia was only part of it. And the other part? Would you like to know where I've been for seven years, Adam? Yes. Millview. Millview? But, but that's a hospital for... For so the insane. Oh, Adam, I love you so much. You're the only one who can help me. Adam. I lied to you. They didn't really. I ran away. Oh, they did tell me I was all this cured. I swear they did. You you have a great deal of confidence in me, haven't you? Oh, but I love you, Adam. That's why I must put myself completely in your hands. Oh, will you help me? I'm... I'm glad you came to me, Arma. Are you? Very glad. And that other woman? Lorna. Oh, I'm not angry about her, Adam. I understand how it happened and why. You can forget about Lorna, my dear. Oh, can I? Can I really? From now on, there'll be just you and me. And I intend to take good care of you, Arma. Yes, I intend to take very good care. I won't give you up, Adam. I won't. She has no right to come back to like from the grave. Lorna, darling, be quiet. You can get a divorce. You belong to me now. There's... There's no need to get a divorce, Lorna. If... If she went back where she came from, if she were declared legally insane, the effect would be the same. But you said she was almost cured. Yes, almost. She told me herself that everything depends on me. She's standing on that precipice now. And I can lead her to safety. Or push her off. What are you saying, Adam? I don't want to lose that money, Lorna. And I... I don't want to lose you. You want to drive her out of her mind? It'll be simple. With a little help from you, there's nothing to it. You ought to see her, Lorna. She, she's like a child. She swears by everything I say. She's weak, Lorna. And we're strong. And we've got to take advantage of it. No. No, I couldn't. Do you want to forget me? Do you want to send me back to someone I detest? There's no other way? No. Adam, darling. Then you agree? I'll agree to anything if you say so. Oh, it won't take long. And no one will be any the wiser. Only this time, there'll be no return from the grave. A man without pity is like a clock without hands. The mechanism of his mind may be ticking away relentlessly, but his face is inscrutable. There is this difference between the man and the clock, however. The clock has never plotted with the devil. Irma, what was the exact nature of your illness? Uh, outside of, of the amnesia, I mean. 
Must we talk about it? It's necessary for me to know, Emma. Oh. They... They told me I had hallucinations and... I heard voices. Really? I don't remember, of course, and it hasn't happened since my memory returned. Were you ever violent? Oh, Adam, it's torture for me to talk about it. You must answer my questions, Elmer, if I'm to help you. Well, uh, I had spells occasionally, yes. Once I struck a matron. I didn't mean to. I don't even remember doing it. It was part of the darkness I was in, part of the despair. Then that explains it. Explains what? What happened last night. Last night? It was a little after midnight. I'd been asleep for about an hour when some sound woke me. I don't know what it was exactly. And then? You were standing in the corner of the room with a kitchen knife in your hand. No. You weren't doing anything with the knife, just holding it. I asked what you wanted and you merely shook your head. Then, without a word, you returned the knife to the kitchen and went back to bed. I don't understand. Why should I do... Oh, don't let it worry you. This is going to take a little time. But you'll be all right. I'm not afraid. You mean there's something to be afraid of in me? Well, after all, Irma, you were insane. No, don't say that. I'm terribly sorry, dear. I I didn't mean to... You simply mustn't remind me of what happened. I've got to forget about it. Of course. Irma. Yes? Lorna's coming here tomorrow. Lorna? She's going to help me take care of you. Adam, how could you? Now, wait. There's a reason for it. First, let me tell you, there's never been anything between Lorna and me. She's a wonderful girl, and I was fond of her, but that was all. All right, I'm willing to accept that, but why must she come here? She's had some training as a practical nurse, Anna, and she can be of help. I won't stand for her being in this house, Adam. Is that how far you trust It has nothing to do with trust. It's impossible. Oh, don't you see how difficult it would be with Lorna here? But there's no one else I can trust as far as you're concerned, Anna. You're a long way from being cured. Some of the things you've said and done... What things? We won't go into that. Suffice it to say, Lorna would never report you to the authorities. Lorna will never tell those people at Millview where you are. And everyone can't be trusted, Anna. Adam, I'm not an escaped convict. But you may be dangerous all the same. Dangerous? Good heavens, Irma, don't you realize how close you are? Don't you say it! All right, all right, I'll leave it up to you. We can hire a regular nurse if you like, but... If she feels you should be in an institution, she may make a report of it. Well, what shall it be, Irma? Whatever you suggest. The clock moves on. I wonder what the future holds for Irma Stewart. Good evening, Mrs. Stewart. Good evening. Lorna's doing a little typing for me, Emma. You don't need her at the moment, do you? Oh, no, I don't need her. You look tired, Mrs. Stewart. Oh, but I don't feel... Then you were up half the night. I... I wish, wish, wish you hadn't told her, Lorna. Oh, I'm so sorry. What happened? I don't remember being awake. You, you... You were doing quite a bit of screaming. Oh. Perhaps you were having a nightmare. I would have thought so if you hadn't got out of bed. 
I left my bed again. Uh, Lorna's consented to sleep in the same room with you, beginning tonight, Irma. I'll occupy the study. I'm a night sleeper and easily aroused, just in case you might Oh, I'm it. sure that won't be necessary. Now let us handle this, my dear. We know what's best, don't we, Lorna? Yes, we know what's best. Now, perhaps you'd better go to bed, Irma. But I'm not tired. You'll find you are when you lie down. Did you warm some milk for Mrs. Stewart, Lorna? I left it on the night table. Drink it all now. It's good for you, Irma. It'll rest your nerves. Good night. Good night, Mrs. Stewart. Good night. You put the sedative in the milk? Yes. I'm increasing her dosage every day. Soon she'll become accustomed to it. And it won't put her to sleep. But her mind will be dulled. And that's what we want. Are you sure she won't find out? And if she does, to whom can she explain it? Who would listen to the word of a maniac? <laughs> all right now, all right, it's all over. We understand. But I couldn't have, I couldn't have. You tried to strangle Lorna. There's no question about it. She's inside now, lying down. But you'll be all right. I'm not a murderess, Annie. You know I'm not a murderess. I can only say, my dear, that you're not responsible for what you do. I've made a mistake. If I'm a menace, I should have stayed where I was. I'm going to continue to help you, Anna. Until I find there's no hope. Now, go back to sleep. Let's go. Sleep, Emma. You'll feel better tomorrow. Just go to sleep. How is she now? She's falling asleep. How much longer, Adam? Well, that's hard to say. I got her to a point now where she believes everything I tell her. But she hasn't cracked as fast as I thought she would. Adam, I can't stand this much longer myself. Her eyes are face on me, Lonjo, it's horrible. Don't go soft on me now. We've almost reached our goal. What's the matter with you, Lorna? I don't know it. I just... Wait a minute. Yes? Well? This is Kelvin. Kelvin? Yes. Surprised to hear from me. You shouldn't be. Weak it up, you know. So it is. Well, you have my check for 50000 Yes. I'd rather you came and got it. I don't trust the mails, and the check is certified. Fine. I like the way you do business. I'll be up in half an hour. I'll be waiting. <laughs> he couldn't have timed it better. What do you mean? This will be our final proof, Lorna. This is all we need. She'll have the gun in her hand when they find his body. No, Adam, no. Don't you see how easy it is? She'll never deny it. She can't deny it. Adam, we're going too far. It's too much, Adam. It's not that. Be quiet. You'll do as I say. We can't turn back now. And we won't. We'll finish this business tonight. Good evening, Mr. Stewart. Oh, good evening. Come in. This is Miss Lorna Madison. Ah, yes. I've seen Miss Madison before. Well, I won't take up very much of your time. You can give it to me now and I'll leave. I intend to give it to you, all right. But I doubt if you'll be leaving. What do you... 
Judd? Yes. Did you think I was going to let you blackmail me for the rest of my life? I, I swear you won't hear from me again after you give me that check. I, I'll leave the country I and... I know I won't hear from you again, Kelvin, because I'm going to make sure of it. No, sir. No, don't! You killed him. Yeah. Take this gun and put it in Irma's hand. Well, what are you standing there for? Take it. We haven't much time. You killed him? In cold blood. Lorna, I'll get out of my way. I'll do it myself. My wife is inside, officer. Hmm. When did it happen? A few minutes before I called. I was discussing some business with my lawyer, Mr. Kelvin, when my wife walked in holding a gun. Yes, sir. Without a word, she shot him twice, then turned around and walked back to her room. I haven't tried to take the gun away from her yet. Yes, um, where is this other woman, the... Uh... The one you said was her nurse. She's lying down in her room. It's been a terrible shock to her. She saw the whole thing, of course, and she'll testify. Uh, well, we'll, uh, we'll talk to your wife first. Uh, yes, in, in here. Daddy? Yes, sir. As you see, she's still holding the gun. I'll take that gun, Mrs. Stewart. Gun? What, what gun? Oh, what am I doing with it in my hand? She doesn't remember, you see. Uh, is that the nurse standing at the door? Oh, 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 yes. Lorna, this is Detective Boylan. Tell him what you saw. You killed him. In cold blood. What was that? You killed him and put the gun in Irma's hand. You don't know what you're saying, Lorna. Lorna, tell him you're lying. <laughs> tell him. <laughs> Lorna. So far. But it was a good joke. The blood was very red, and there was so much of it. She's, she's gone out of her mind. I've driven her crazy. I've done a perfect job on the wrong woman. story of Irma Stewart as recorded by the clock. I attended the trial in my usual place above the judge's bench on the courtroom wall. The verdict was swift and just. I can testify to that. And as the courtroom emptied and the crowd dispersed, I ticked away for a while by myself and pondered the strange twists of destiny which managed to bring the guilty to justice and set the innocent free. And I smiled a bit complacently, perhaps, and decided that being a witness to this strange affair had been anything but a waste of time. You'll hear the clock again next week, same time, same station. Lawrence Clee is the author, and Hart McGuire is the narrator. As Adam and Lorna, you heard Leonard Bullen and Coralie Neville. As Irma, Georgie Sterling, with David Netheim and Owen Weingott. The clock, directed by John Saul, is a Grace Gibson radio production. Oh.